This is Love Smarter, the show for women who want extraordinary love and aren't afraid to learn for it. Here's your host, Lori Ann King. Hey, 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 it's Lori Ann King here, and today we are talking all about how to increase your emotional range. So what is an emotional range? Well, I'm going to answer that for you in today's episode. You're also going to learn how your emotional range impacts your romantic relationships and ways to increase that range. If you missed the last episode where I talked about feeling your feelings and did a whole intro on emotions and the value they have, I strongly suggest you go back and listen to that episode first because it'll give you a really strong foundation for what we're talking about today. So what is your emotional range? Well, put simply, an emotional range is simply the range of emotions that we have the capacity to be with. Now, that might sound like a weird way of saying it. What I really mean when I say you have a capacity to be with those emotions is that you are comfortable experiencing and expressing them. Now, they may still be emotions that are negative or are unpleasant, but you have the ability to allow them. You have the ability to just be with them without trying to change them, fix them, judge them, criticize them, or make them wrong. So for example, for myself, I have a pretty good capacity to be with my sadness. It doesn't mean I like being sad. It doesn't necessarily mean it's comfortable to be sad, but I can be sad. I can have that experience and not judge myself for being sad, not try to suppress my sadness. I'm actually pretty comfortable dealing with my sadness. So I would say experiencing sadness is something that is inside of my emotional range. Now, something that's on the outside of my emotional range is an emotion like rage. I am not comfortable with rage. I am not even okay expressing it. Even saying the word makes my body feel uncomfortable. For the longest time, I used to say things like, I don't have an angry bone in my body. That's how disconnected I was from my own anger. Anger was something that's totally outside of my emotional range. Now, I've since done work that I can be with a lot more anger than I used to be able to hold, But something as extreme as rage is still outside of my emotional range. It's not something that I can really deal with and be okay with and allow myself to experience or express. And it's not something that I can really allow someone else to experience or express around me. If I see someone else experiencing rage, I have a whole bunch of judgment about it. I feel this physical reaction in my own body, rejecting that emotion, invalidating that emotion, criticizing that person. It seems so unattractive and disgusting to me. That's how I know I am not okay with rage. It is outside of my emotional range. So you might be wondering, okay, well, why would I want to increase my emotional range? Like, I'm actually okay not experiencing rage. The thing is, What we resist persists. The emotions that we can't be with represent parts of ourselves that we can't accept yet, parts of ourselves that we have rejected. And if we reject a part of ourself, we will also reject that part in another. And finally, on this spiritual journey we call life, this growth path we call life, 
the world will keep presenting us with opportunities to grow and heal that part of ourselves. So if what you can't be with is rage, you will continue to attract rage around you in your life so that you have the opportunity to transform your relationship to it. Our emotions also tend to have a reciprocal. So if I can't really experience rage, I also can't really experience deep levels of passion, of fire. Remember, there is no light without the dark. So learning to increase our emotional range gives us a fuller, richer experience of life. It also tends to make life easier. If you remember from the last episode, I said one of the points of emotions is that it drives us towards things and it drives us away from things that we don't want to feel. The more you increase your capacity to be with certain feelings, the less you will be run by your emotions. You will actually be able to tolerate a wide spectrum of emotions, to feel them and process them without judging them, without making them wrong, and without getting stuck there. Now, we also have an emotional range for our positive emotions. There is a range to how much happiness you are willing to feel, how much joy you can be with, how much love you can feel in your heart. And my assertion is that most people on this planet are only scratching the surface of what is possible to them in the upper range of these positive emotions. So how does our emotional range factor into our romantic relationships? Well, there's two ways it factors in. One, life will continue to give us opportunities to learn the lesson, to heal the parts of ourselves until we learn the lesson and heal those parts of ourselves. So you may be attracting the same kind of person or a person that has a similar lesson to offer you over and over again if there's a certain part of the emotional experience of life that you're rejecting, that you can't be with. Secondly, if you're in a relationship with someone, the ways that you judge and reject the emotions of your partner are the same ways you judge and reject your own emotions. The most liberating thing you can do for your partner and something that is so important in building a lifetime bond of real intimacy is to give your partner the space to be the way they are, to not reject any part of them, including their emotional experience. Early on in my marriage, this was totally at play for my husband and I. As I mentioned earlier, anger is something that has been outside of my emotional range for a lot of my life. So naturally, as an opportunity to heal, I was attracted to a person who has anger inside of his emotional range. Now, his anger is very safe, it's very healthy, it's not violent or abusive, it's just anger. But I couldn't be with it. When my husband would get angry, I would be repulsed. I would make him wrong for it. I literally just wanted nothing to do with him or his experience. I would energetically totally abandon him in those moments. When our partners are having strong emotional experiences, what they really need from us is love, compassion, safety, and spaciousness to have their own experience and their own process because they're in the midst of healing something for themselves in that moment. 
And the only way we can give that to our partner is if we can first give it to ourselves. So here are my top three tips for increasing your emotional range. Number one, find your range. If you want to increase your emotional range, the first thing you need to know is where is it? What does it extend to? So take a little inventory. What historically are the emotions that you've been able to express? And what are the emotions that are a lot more difficult for you to express and be with? Another really good way of noticing what these emotions are is to take a look at what you judge in others. It's often easier to see where we're judging someone else than it is to see what we are hiding from ourselves. Number two, once you've discovered where that emotional range is, find an emotion that's on the outside of that range, something you're not comfortable with, and ask yourself the question, when did I learn that this emotion was not okay? It'll be a time from your past likely from your childhood, when you learned that experiencing and expressing this emotion was not a safe thing to do, was not a good thing to do. For myself, I can remember a moment so clearly in my adolescence, my late teen years, being on a family vacation with my mother, and I don't even remember what happened, but my mom just snaps, and she's furious, and she drives away and leaves our family on the vacation. She just totally leaves. And in that moment, I said to myself, I will never be like that. I will never be like that. And this is what we do. We make a decision as a young person with the capacities that we have as a young person to handle the situation. And that decision then becomes like a life sentence. Because from that moment forward, I was never going to be angry. And this led to all kinds of things in my life. This led to me taking a lot of crap from people. This led to me not standing up for what I deserved. This led to me letting people take advantage of me. Because while anger might be unpleasant to experience in my body, when it's expressed in healthy ways, it can be a really valuable and useful emotion. So ask yourself that question. When did you learn that it wasn't okay for you to be this way? When was that not safe for you? And when you find the answer, have love, have compassion for that younger version of you that took on that lesson as a life sentence and commit to giving yourself freedom from that sentence. And strategy number three, is to play with that emotion. Once you've discovered what the emotion is that's outside of your range, you've found the root of when you decided it wasn't safe to express that emotion, have compassion for yourself and give yourself an opportunity to just play with it. Exaggerate it. If the emotion is anger, for example, then stomp your feet, throw a temper tantrum on the floor. It doesn't even need to be about anything. Part of the transformation will occur by simply allowing your body to express and even create that emotion inside yourself. Just allow it to be there. And if you don't feel anything at first, just fake it till you make it. Allow yourself to play with it. Pretend you're an actor and act out the physical movements. Put your body in the position you would be in if you were really experiencing that emotion. We have the power to conjure up our own emotions. And and if you're in a really solid relationship, then I totally invite you to take on this practice with your partner. 
both of you pick an emotion that's uncomfortable for you to be with and do this exercise together. Actually play out that emotion in front of the other person. Let them see you in your anger or in your sadness or in your vulnerability. It will be deeply healing in your relationship. Okay, that's all for today. I will catch you next time. And until then, love smarter. 